The year is 1094. It is early September in the village of Delbor Den. You feel an icy chill all the way to your bones, and several feet of snow are piled up outside. Bizarre weather has persisted for weeks, snow and hail destroying the crops, livestock turning up dead. The camera pans over and this, as the scene shifts, snow still falling in thick sheets as we enter an unassuming wooden building. Dozens of hanging candles are above this floor, and there is a tapestry of a gnarled tree with stars where one may expect leaves to be. A woman kneels on the floor, head bowed. She wears flowing robes, a wooden staff lays in front of her. Another figure approaches, long white beard and heavily wrinkled skin. He places a hand on her shoulder, and she looks up as he gives her a solemn nod. We fly across to the other side of the village, to a small home. A woman with graying hair, wearing a leather apron, covered in soot, steps out of a room. Her arms are full as she approaches two twins, a young man and woman, clad head to toe in gleaming armor. She hands the man a massive tower shield, a family crest of two bones sharpened, pointing upward, and one across, mimicking a sword. Turning towards the daughter, she hands a great sword, same symbol crafted into the hilt. She grabs them both tightly into an embrace, tears streaming down her face. And we pull away to one final location in Delbor Den. At a dimly lit table, a man sits draped in fine silks and furs. He sits on a plush chair, poring over dozens of notes, papers, and schematics. He takes a sip of wine from his crystal glass, lets out a gruff sigh, and stands. We see him grab a crossbow and walk out the front door. Then, we are at the village limits. Your friends, family, neighbors all stand to see you off. The elder from the humble church steps forward. Irene, Crimson and Callista. Sigmus, you take our hopes, blessings, and very future with you. Have you any parting words? Well, I'm certainly ready for some slaying. Anyone else? Uh, if we die, do tell our stories. Character just nods. I certainly hope no one dies while we're out there, otherwise I won't be doing my particular uh, practice as well. The four hero, would-be heroes turn and walk away. You see scenes of them traveling across the frozen countryside. Before see them at a bridge, rushing water and craggy rocks below, and a slight ethereal shimmer about eight feet in diameter at the very bottom. You each exchange glasses and bound off towards the breach below. As you pass through, we see you gently float down into a room made of glass and silver. The four of you stand in this chamber, alone. On the other side of the glass, you see only inky darkness, pulsing and undulating. Dozens of glass tubes spiral off in every direction. Well, we're not going to do anything standing here, are we? That's an eight. So on a seven to nine, the area you arrive at contains either denizens or traps. What happens is, as you guys are standing there and you are trying to figure out where to go next, you hear the glass begin to splinter underneath you and on the walls. I would like to uh, try to assess and, and read a dangerous situation if there should be one. So that is C clear. 
That is rolling plus glass. Okay. That's a nine. Good. On a nine. Uh, You choose one. Either you are where you need to be, someone else will have a clear path to you, or a particular threat isn't a problem any longer. Say then we're we're where we need to be. Okay. The first one. Um, I'm going to give your action a cost, and what this is going to be is contamination. How does that come out for you? Tell me. You are corrupting yourself to do this. Oh. Okay. Um, so I think uh, there is a moment where Irene is uh, kind of to herself and um, trying to parse out what in the world, like where in the world are they and if it is in fact the right path that they're supposed to be on. Uh, and she uh, clutches this necklace that's around her neck and it's very much like a... a, a if anyone has been inside of the local church, um, the symbol that was described earlier, a gnarled kind of tree-like structure with a a cluster of stars for leaves. Um, And if you looked really closely inside of those leaves, you would see small eyes in between them. Um, But she clutches that and she whispers uh, a uh, small prayer out to uh, the expanse, asking it for guidance uh, and helping her see what she needs to see. Um, and uh, I think the the uh, corruption comes about um, in her eyes. I think that she no longer, like the, the whites of her eyes, um, since she has accepted the, fa- the be- being part of the fellowship or founding this place um the whites of her eyes have slowly begun to disappear as the more that she gets corrupted the more darkness envelops her eyes with irene's kind of guidance and and clear sight we see the four run off towards one of the tubes that just her sight has guided her to we also see as these four adventurers run off we see some of the black beginning to seep in the room and slowly trail towards Irene. And we see afterward is different scenes of these four setting their path forward. A montage of exploring, camping, battling monstrous denizens. A task spanning weeks until, finally, we see them in front of a tall staircase leading to a massive set of silver double doors. I'd like to inspect the big silver double doors. Okay. Give them a good once-over. See, Claire would probably be the most. As you get close, you you feel just an an icy chill once again, even as you approach coming from these doors. You feel this cold. Say, um, ooh, it's it's emitting an awfully cold aura beyond this door. Just be careful. Doesn't seem to be overly intricate otherwise I'll, I'll I'll step forward and start pushing or pulling it open whichever direction it's supposed to go in as you open you feel an intense wind of ice and frost hit your face and as you walk forward you hear the crunch of snow beneath your boots you see before you is a large chamber covered in frost large pillars of ice 
jutting out from every direction, floor to ceiling. A figure sits on a throne on the other side of this massive chamber. He has long blue hair and an immaculate white formal wear. <laughs> I'll peek from behind you. Hello there? Uh, he stands up. Uh, you've made it this far. He extends a hand forward. A massive greatsword, blade made of glistening ice, materializes in this figure's hands as he steps towards you. But I won't let you interfere. And he begins to charge. Now well, I'm made for interfering. Good. You're now using your confrontation <laughs> moves. Ah, uh, so I have confront or strike, right? So here's the way. Yeah, here's the big thing about how this mm -hmm. game works. And this is kind of for me too. You, you, no one will be able to strike until an opening is made. So we either confront, line it up, uh, dodge. Those three moves someone can do to create openings, and then someone can strike. Uh. I'd like to try to create an opening by shooting his hand that's wielding, that's holding the great sword. Okay. Uh, what are you gonna do with that? Are you gonna line it up? I, I think that's line it up. Yeah. Yep. And I gained a plus one forward. Yep. So here I go, plus two. Hey, eleven. Very good. Uh, so here's what you can do: either the foe is going to make you the highest priority, the opening oh. will uh, will last a few moments. Attempts to use the opening without one weapon per kept is a thing. Alright, so we see uh, Sigmund uh, point his crossbow and line it up and just pierce this... Um, it pierces through his uh, wrist and into his hand. He hasn't dropped it, but he, his, his sword arm just falls limp to, like, falls to the side in shock and recovery. And there is now an opening. I'd, I'd like to take the opening. Okay. If that's alright. Yes. Yep, I'm gonna take out both hook swords and just try and sink them into him and grab some ribs. So you mm -hmm. lodge both of these swords into him and kind of angle it in a way so that the great sword goes flying from his hands. Uh, and as you do this, he begins to place his hands on them and you see frost beginning to form. And try to maybe swing around to the side to get one of his arms so that it maybe disrupts whatever kind of spell casting he's doing? Sure, this would be confront. Yeah. Okay. Oh no! That's a um, five. That's a flat out failure. So, uh, good start, good start. To happen. Um, what happens is this: he, as he gra like he's grabbing these these hooks inside of him, and you see the ice rapidly begin to cool, and you see this like the just the cold mist coming off of it as they break inside of him. You lost the tether tag from those weapons, Chris. And uh, with that failure as well, you take two harm, uh, Callista, as he turns this frost hand to you and puts it on you. And you feel just your arm, just icy. I would like to respond to that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and uh, I would like to um, uh, gesture towards uh, Callista with the staff that I have holding onto uh, my symbol on my neck. Um, and, uh, 
I want to channel some some old magics and try to. I don't know if I can heal from a distance, um, or if I have to be next to it because I'll go up to her if I need to. Yeah. Uh, to heal her. Heal from it. You using stand with me? Yeah, you can heal from distance. Yeah. Okay. Roll plus sulfur. Plus sulfur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like a prayer, uh, something, um, like, uh, uh, those who came before look down and close these wounds. Oh no, it's only a four. Mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Oops. Sorry. As, as you, we are going to say you ran up for the, the purposes of this, um, this failure. As you run up and he sees you approach and just kind of start chanting, holding your staff aloft as you do. He, mm -hmm. and his hand is currently on Callista, you mm -hmm. see his form begin to become translucent just for a second, and then it shatters into icy spikes, piercing both of you for three harm. Both That's Callista too many harm. and Irene. And Does that mean I'm dead? So what you can do in this game, uh, A... <laughs> Is, uh, Did I just die? So you can do this game is fucking Five die minutes. right now. No. Right now. When you take Goodbye. a lot, of, when you take a lot of damage, if anyone's familiar with um kind of urban shadows rules, it's there. You can take har uh, wounds to mitigate damage. So this was three harm. Either of you could take a major wound instead of taking this damage. Great. Oh. I'll do that. Okay. Uh, you have wonderful. I won't. Okay. You have two choices now. Uh. Frenzy, and you'll get advantage on your next attack, or play possum. Uh, I think she'd probably frenzy. Okay. For sure. Yeah, like ice, ice shards sticking out of your, like in between the cracks of your shining armor. We see your teeth grit as you begin to focus. And what the two others, um, Crimson and Cygnus, would see is that while this this being turned translucent and shattered. In one of the icy pillars, you see his reflection now. You see his form. Gonna break one of the icy pillars that his reflection is in. A seven. Good. Not a failure. Because that was glass. Yeah. Glass, right? Yeah, glass. Seven. Oh, I get it. These are bad. So it's. Yeah, it's. You have <laughs> yeah. To pick two of them. Okay. So it only lasts yes. two months. Yeah, they're bad. Either you can be the highest they're priority bad. or um, disadvantage. Or yeah, that's fine. Okay. The foe, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna say the foe makes you its highest priority. Okay. And then I'm also gonna say, uh, the op uh, the opening lasts only a few moments. Okay. Uh, you you line up the crossbow and start shooting at the shard he is in. And as he does, you see like just as the air the crossbow bolt impacts, you see his form land on the ground. Uh, outside of this sh out of this thing, but he looks like surprised and dazed and a little bit off his off his hinges, as you would guess. Okay, Crimson. If he, if he comes for me, I'm just gonna start rolling away. <laughs> yeah, he's he's currently <laughs> looking at you, not Crimson. <laughs> okay, good. Well then, I'm I'm gonna roll, run up and give him the strike, physical force. Nice. I'm gonna try and if he's on the ground mm -hmm. with his hands on the ground, I'm just gonna try and cleave his hand off. Yeah, okay, I like that. Does yeah. that seem applicable? Yeah. I yeah. Do. He's done harm with hands. That makes sense. Plus one. That is eight. GM picks one. Yeah, I don't do anything. You pick one. Mm -hmm. You you cleave off his hands. Um, 
Are you gonna use the damage hooks or are you gonna use the massive shield? Either way, we're if he's on the ground, use the massive shield and just kind of chop him off. Awesome. Uh, his hands, he screams as his hands fall limp, and he looks to you, just rage in his eyes, and he, with his arms or hands now gone, latches onto you and grabs you in a bear hug. And then you don't see them anymore. You see them turn translucent, and they are gone. Good luck holding on to me, Stubbs. Which, uh, did, did we win? Uh, you don't see him at all, nor do you see Crimson. They're just gone. I'm using foe separates you from others or puts you in a spot. <gasps> you, you see them on the other side of the room. You see them fighting within one of the crystals. You now see your brother trapped across the room in an ice crystal fighting with this thing um, pointed out by Irene. Um, well, first of all, I don't look too great. Um, in the midst of being probably a little panicked and a little pissed and a little frenzied, I will... Oh my god, I don't know if I should break it? That makes me scared. <laughs> can I... Can Is it possible to just take a moment and, like, survey to see if, like, there are other... Do we see anything in any of the other crystals around here, or...? So, an option you can do in this, um, by the way, is you can choose to use your exploration moves in confrontations, but they will not create openings. So if you'd like to roll to see clear, okay. you can do that, uh, plus glass, but it will not create an opening for anyone. Okay, well, I think I'm going to do that anyway, sure. since I'm kind of bleeding out, so I'll just take, give myself a moment okay. to read the read the room. Um, ten. Ten. Uh, you can ask me three questions. Uh, what can, I'll answer the one that's obvious. Um, what can the enemy do here? Use these crystals as a mo mode of transportation. It's, it's okay. moving around in these things. Well, I don't know if you'd be able to answer it, but is there any way for me to tell that, like, if we got rid of the crystals, would he then be stuck here, or would he dissipate? If they're a mode of transportation. Um, you... I don't think you would know whether he would... You, you know that would be a good thing to do. You don't know if it would destroy him. I will tell you that. It would weaken him for sure. You can tell, like, by chopping off his hands, removing his greatsword, he has gotten weaker. Doing that would weaken him as well. You're not sure if it would destroy him. Crimson, you are fighting like in in a ice cold just void floating with this being, just like yeah, just both punching each other just with, with his bloody stumps. Um, and as he hear you hear like the muffled voices shouting from outside. You see him place both feet on you and kick away as he exits this crystal, and you are trapped inside. You see his stump form a giant ice pick as he lands right towards the ring, who is his highest priority right now. And you are stabbed for three harm through the chest. So now is the time that I will take, uh, sure. you know, not three harm. Major wound. Um, yeah. You can either frenzy or you can play possum. Playing possum, you just like... In, yeah. As you you're like you fake dead, your body pulls away from this ice spike, and there is blood coating as it stands above you, mm -hmm. and you fall limp to the ground. As far as you know, it is now Cygnus and Callista alone in this room, conscious. So we see the blue 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 man Dracula, whoever he is, blue swordsman. Yeah. He's on. He's in the ice still. No, he he popped out 
to stab Irene with his ice spike hand. Is there an opening? Uh, no. There was an uh, opening that lasted only a few moments, which was not taken during the three turns, so it is closed. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I am gonna try to line him up. I'm gonna aim down the barrel of this freaking thing, looking at him as he comes out trying to stab Irene. Yeah. And take my shot. Oh! <laughs> Don't betray me! Betray me. <laughs> I think. It's glass, right? Yeah. Six! Six? That is a failure, my friend. <laughs> it was bad. It was bound to happen. I got two above ten. Like, uh. Uh, as you shoot him with this crossbow, he begins to, like, he he's now clear of Irene, as she is, the blood is still on him. He turns and begins to walk to you. Right as this crossbow bolt pierces him, you see a shatter in his skin as it turns translucent, and the spikes shoot out, hitting both you and Irene for three damage. Ooh! I am going to take a major wound. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I can I do anything else to yeah. not take damage? Sure, you can take a minor okay. one. You only you only reset okay. by one. Yeah. Uh, would you like to fall back and recuperate, which means you leave the scene, or would you like to get infected and mark corruption? Uh, okay. I have a question though. Sure. So it would reduce it. It would reduce it to two harm. Yes. Okay. If the track is completely full, is that? Does it have to exceed the entire harm track for you to be not good? Or does it need to just equal five? Mm, it needs to equal five. When you mark your fifth okay. well, when you mix when you mark your fifth harm box, something will happen. Cause if I if I did the one that marks corruption, which is what I would do, it would still have me at five. I'll have you live for I will mark it. Mark it and we'll we'll you'll be around for a little bit. Okay. Okay. Yay. You'll be around for a little. We'll talk. We'll for talk. just a little. For a little bit. Uh, I do imagine her eyes are just completely <laughs> black right now, though. Her eyes are black, and we see the icicle-like pieces of it begin to like melt, and we see blue shooting up her veins. Um. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I wanted. To, I wanted to gain advantage on my next attack. Excellent. Yeah. You have advantage on your next attack. Uh, Callista, you are seeing this scene of like Irene's bleeding out. He doesn't look great. Cygnus doesn't look great either. What do you do? There is not an opening currently at hand. Oh, good. Good, good. I was just going to ask about that. Would there be... Is there a way for me to... Oh, I, I guess I could... Could I confront? Yep. Yeah, I think I'd confront. probably run up to him with my sword okay. and roll it. try to hit him. Don't fuck me. He's <laughs> really not a good time to do that. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, that's a nine. Okay, pick one. You roll the blood. And when you were going up to hit him, by the way, after he exploded, once again, at that crystal shark, he's in a different crystal. On the other side of but he's in it, and you know that's worked. Uh, I will take one less harm. Good, good. You take two harm. Um, as this crystal shatters, good. and he's now on top of you. Uh, like, but he's floundering. You mark one contamination. Got it. Uh, if much. that's if that's happening, I want to run up while they're distracted, all sneaky like, and do the whole like Trinity dodge this with my crossbow. Nice. Strike. Because I have advantage. So yeah. fourteen. Awesome. Uh, yeah. You, uh, <laughs> Thank God for advantage. You see this crossbow bolt go directly through his temple into his head. 
and his eyes roll back and he falls to the ground as all the crystals around shatter. Uh, and you see Calista, your brother, Crimson, lying, like, gasping for breath on the bottom. So here's what happens as, as this uh, figure is now down. Uh, as it falls to the ground in this snow, um, just like a, a mouth agape as, it, as he does, the snow begins to melt a little bit. And as your hands are searching through his body for any anything you can use, it begins to disintegrate into water. And these water droplets begin to form in the air in front of you, creating a crystalline chalice. You are right next to it, um, Sigus, so it's you You hear discordant whispers in your ear. And Irene, you are barely clinging on to life, but you hear them even louder, just whispering, beckoning you to this chalice. Don't touch it. <laughs> Is this what we're here for? It looks very valuable. It sounds very bad. Hmm. Can't be so bad. Can you hear that? Let move closer to the chalice. Yeah, you hear the whispers begin to grow a little bit louder as you do. Mm, I'll pick it up. Okay. Uh, you see his hand. You see the hand of their traveling companion grip this chalice as the room begins to fill with white. Callista running over to probably attend to Crimson as Crimson kind of regains his composure. And you, all the three of you, feel this ground begin to just melt beneath you and you feel yourself sinking. And a small opening appears on the other side, a small ethereal portal. And you see your comrade grab the chalice as the room begins to flood with white and either you can stay oh. or leave. Well, time to roll. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh... Good old Sigmund, we hardly knew ye. <laughs> Start to run to the portal. <laughs> okay. With my sister in tow. Is the portal the only way out of here? Is yes. that the how room this... is the room oh, okay. is melting? You think you know with some confidence the rest of this place? Like you hear it shaking, you feel it vibrating. You don't think it's going. You're not gonna be able to get out the way you came. Um, <laughs> in a, in a passing glance, can we look? Uh, in a passing glance, can we look where he was? Is there anything noticeable or no? Uh yeah. Uh yeah. Roll plus glass. That is three, six, eleven. Ooh, plus um, zero. Okay. Um, you see him just, you see his hands gripping his chalice, and he begins to raise it to his lips as they smile. And um, that's the last thing you see as you leave the castle. Uh, I sent you something, Matthew. Uh, you can choose to make it secret. That's on Discord. Or you can choose to share it, and I'll read it. Um, uh-huh. the, the three surviving members uh, are left at the bottom of this craggy water kind of river where you first entered. And you stand alone, injured and bleeding. And the camera fades as the passing of the ages occurs. So we're gonna talk a little bit about these uh, mechanics. This bad boy right here, Uh, both uh, Emma and Chris. At the end, one of the explorers heroism impressed you. Who was it? I guess Sigismund. I'm not really sure what Irene did. Blood. I don't mean that in a mean way. She cast a spell. Like, I, <laughs> she like, I tried I, like, to help yeah. and it didn't work. Um, <laughs> no, that's that's raised, so you can um, 
you can raise it by one, Sigus. Your, uh, your bloodline gets one more pack with theirs. Who risked the most to help others? Uh, Callista. Okay. You can raise yours with... I think, uh, from my perspective. Your bloodline can raise one with uh, hers. You're not going to be part of this. This doesn't apply to Matthew. So... Yeah. <laughs> hey. You're not here. Um, everyone got the zero, so uh, Callista, Crimson, and Irene. You have zero. I blood. technically got one at the end when I rolled with the yeah, damage. So. but you can actually raise it all the way below. So it's still there. It's, either way, okay. even zero, it's fine. You can each choose what happens to your character here. You can say you did this during. Did you loot the castle for valuable trinkets? Did you devote your life preparing the next generation for what to come? Or did you work to heal the wounds left in the community by this castle? Train the next generation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Die, <laughs> heal, die wounds. <laughs> uh, for the the two of you exp uh, devoting your life to praying the next generation, uh, one it's one other bloodline, and you get a pact on them. So who are you helping raise? What were you helping raise as well? Were you helping raise Catalyst, or were you helping raise someone from the church? I don't know how bad my character felt about the disappearing chalice drinker. I'll say I help the church. Okay, you get um one on the church. You can on your on your pack sheet. You can write one for the church. Um, I think I I would probably do the same. Um, as these things happen, we see montage over the ages of Crimson and Callista growing old, helping train some of the uh, fellowship of the Endless Expanse, and you know <laughs> fighting. Probably seeing how the fight turned out with Irene. Probably I think especially Crimson probably focused on some of the more combat aspects as and we fast forward to 1176 in Del Den, things have shifted in the last four months both the village and other surrounding corpses have been appearing first livestock then civilians the fellowship has divined the location of the next breach it's a half day's ride south in a dilapidated stone tower Everyone, go around and introduce your new characters. We're going to create a covenant with them and tell me what they are going to do with their last 24 hours in this village. I'll start. Yeah. Uh, so my character's name is Gideon. He is half of the younger twins, as I mentioned before, uh, with Emma. And uh, his last 24 hours, he'll be here. He'll uh, make sure his hook blades are indeed hooked. Uh, stock on a couple supplies, but mostly spend his time at the bar regaling tales of his monster slaying and in days gone by some of them true most of them not and just trying to get attention what kind of art like does he wear armor does he wear clothing what does he kind of look like so he's got long he's got long dark brown hair that he keeps kind of in a ponytail and uh, he keeps uh, a short beard as well looks a lot like tide didn't mean to make that happen but uh, interesting choice interesting choices here <laughs> he he wears <laughs> kind of ineffectively he wears like a male shirt but he keeps it open excellent a little bit of a dv exactly yep uh so for you muscularly built but but very lazy feet up at the bar on the table that kind of deal i dig it um okay so we're gonna go with matthew's character uh what yes does your character who's your new character uh my character is q that's their name. Mm -hmm. Hi. Um, they are a mystic. They, uh, I don't think I have a very strong uh, face claim for them. 
think they have, you know, dark hair that is relatively short. Uh, they are clean cut um, and have a kind of uh, <laughs> have a hue, a hue, H-U-G-H, the mystic. Um, and they wear, you know, their mystic little robesies thingies. And uh, I don't think I have anything else to say. They're they're very pale, and they have poor circulation. Gideon, you have a covenant with Q. Here are the ones you can choose for. You can really make it anything, but here are the ones they recommend. There's a grudge or rivalry between you two. You grew up together. You follow different paths. One of you is heavily in debt to the other. One of you has strange dreams about uh, while studying about the other. You're a longtime monster hunting partners. You're afflicted with the same curse. Used to be close friends or lovers. You're hunting down lost treasure together. One of you is teaching the other to fight, or one of you nursed the other back to health. Chris, you are choosing this for Matthew. What kind of relationship do you have with Q? I'm going to say since he he was a a wiry boy, I'm teaching him how to fight. Excellent. Or them. I'm teaching them how to fight. Maybe not well. (laughs) Okay, so on your character sheet, you'll see it says covenants for your playbook. You can write uh, Q. The Covenant is one of you is teaching the other fight. There will be something that says strengthen or weaken. Whenever Q gets a killing blow, you will strengthen this Covenant. However, whenever either of you shows concerning brutality, you betray this Covenant. Maria. I would be spending the last 24 hours of my time probably around the the church building um, of the Fellowship practicing my um uh doing like stances uh doing some sparring uh with this giant hammer um uh john who i am playing um has a darker kind of tanned skin um very well kept cleanly cut brown hair um a very neatly trimmed goatee, um, a a simple hoop piercing in one ear, and an identical necklace to Irene's uh, around his neck um, that he he wears, uh, simply cut yet exceptionally colorful uh, 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 robes um, that have a, a wide trim of uh kind of a mixture of stars and uh nature motifs around the edges um and moves quite gracefully in them despite them being potentially cumbersome to some hugh you have a covenant with john uh i don't know um i i am looking up the examples um you can make one up too and i can create conditions that's also an option how about one of you nursed the other back to health. I think John nursed me back to health. And Emma, who is your character? Um, so I am Isadora. If anything, is playing Bloodborne, and she looks like Lady Maria. She's got blonde hair that she usually keeps in like a, a low ponytail. Her clothing looks a bit um, formal most of the time. Um, she's got like a long jacket and uh, a form-fitting um, white shirt underneath it, and she would have spent the last twenty-four hours sharpening her twin axes 
named Crimson and Callista, eating really good meals. <laughs> That's how she spends her time. Slow key. Uh, John, you have a relationship with Callista? Kalis- uh, what covenant? I'm Isadora, Isadora. not Callista. Sorry, Callista. Callista's dead. <laughs> I know I have a relationship with your ex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with your consent, Emma, we used to be close friends or lovers. I think that we had a relationship. Sure. Cool. When you share stories of the good times, you strengthen it. When one of you act as you did when you broke up, betray it. Ooh! <laughs> we'll have oh to have my. discussions about this now. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I almost, I almost picked that one for John. I almost did. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. And, oh, but you should um, have. Just imagine this like triangle that we would have had. What if? Yeah. What if we both had it? <laughs> Amazing. You, Emma, you have one on with your brother. So I think monster hunter partners would be, and one. So each of you should have one covenant with the other. Wait a minute. <laughs> you can change it. If you want to change it, you got time. <laughs> should we? Should... I think that would be great. That would be wild. Do let's do it. Let's do it. Let's be no. Let's, let's be. Let's be lovers. Let's be former lovers, John. Okay. What a mess right. when when okay. this crew destroys each other. <laughs> Gideon, the, fit, oh, the fourth what if, wheel. What if, okay, but what if I never told Isadora? <laughs> I don't. Why? I I can tell you right now, Isadora doesn't give a shit about dudes. So. Neat, 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 neat. Okay, cool, 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 cool. We won't have that kind of drama then. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's super not interested. <laughs> I'd, li- I'd, I'd like to change mine with Q. Q uh, no, no. <laughs> this crew, it's become Beverly Hills oh, 90210, no. and you are all dead. Real world Castlevania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real, the real housewives of Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Next generation. Next Darn generation of characters. That's gotta be it. Everyone is in a relationship. Yeah. And the next day you set out for the half day's ride. You arrive at the next breach, a lone stone tower, fallen to ruin. Inside, there is a small crackle of energy lingering in the air. You see the opening in the wall. As you pass through, Feel your flesh tingle and burn. And then you're in a massive chamber, extending hundreds of feet tall. There are no doors, and the portal behind you fizzles. What do you do? Uh, John will stretch and say, Well, this is delightful, isn't it? All of us together here. So I'm just curious. Who here is sleeping with my sister? Is it you? Oh, no one's you? sleeping it, anymore. It, bo- not, it, uh, it w- was not anymore. <laughs> oh. Well, that's awkward. Uh, let's let's look around. Walks <laughs> 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 away casually. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll roll whatever it is. The labyrinth roll. I'll start, Travel like, kind of knocking. Roll. I'm going to knock on, like, bricks to try yeah. and find. And... Roll plus blood. Or you can mark contamination <laughs> and roll with advantage. Yep, it's a four and a four, eight. Not bad. Uh, for future reference, and the conf- uh, contamination is obviously dangerous in this game. It can also have advantages if, for those of us who've played Urban Shadows. You get moves if you get corrupted. You get, um, you also, like, when we finished the last generation, you notice I said you all had, you know, technically zero blood. You get more and more bonuses the more blood you have if you survive. But too much blood, you're done. Eight, seven to eight. The area you arrive in contains castle denizens or traps. 
as you search around um, Gideon, you like are pressing in on different stones, trying to feel your way and see if there's anything. One of them does push in. You see small openings in the ground just begin to open, and you hear whirring from below. You also see on all of the walls several stone pillars, not pillars, really columns, coming out, jutting in and out, like pistons moving, that you can uh, that can lead upward. And there's like a whooshing coming from there's like a whooshing below. Down. Yeah, and you hear there's a whooshing. Several, several <laughs> like you know around this uh, like coffee cup sized holes, but dozens of them. You mean underneath us, right? Mm-hmm. Not coming from the top. No, okay. underneath you. In my educated monster hunting opinion, as you know, I'm a world-renowned monster hunter. We probably need to climb the wall, or there's a meat grinder underneath us. Just throwing it out there. Quiet, I'm the only one you haven't slept with here, and it's because I'm your brother, and I'm going to start climbing the wall. Uh, I'm going to look over. I've I've never... I didn't... Nope. I have never slept with your sister. Oh, whoops. I slept with John. Oh. You what? As as, as Gideon begins to climb, <laughs> he climbs a little faster. <laughs> uh, flow like water, Gideon. Roll flow like water. Oh. Plus mercury. Man. We should roll things I'm better at. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with advantage. Mark contamination. Hmm. Oh, I didn't need it. Six uh, plus six is twelve. Plus two is fourteen. Well, maybe I needed it in one of them. Yeah, mark. I got it. So you just mark one of those little. What? So you see how it says blood, and there's like three little like divots. Color in one of the divots. Like the triangles. Yeah. You're where you need to be. Another explorer has a clear path to you, or those are the ones that are going to fly. Uh, I'm going to give another explorer a clear. If I did another explorer clear path to me, is that like kind of helping them climb so, these yeah, piston ba- walls? Basically, yeah. You you would help someone else up. You're not going to get all the way to where you need to be, but you'll help someone get to you easily. I'll, I'll do it, and I'll do it for Q. All right. Say, come on, this is where all this training comes in. The old piston wall, remember? Just like in our training facility. <laughs> where we train. With our where pistons. We train. <laughs> on your fighting. You remember... You remember? Uh, I will. I, this is a jumping scenario. My jumping. Yeah. It's Castlevania, jumping so I'm just thinking like parkouring. Yeah. Okay, I'm doing that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll flow like water. Oh God. Flow What's like that? Water. Mercury. Uh, plus. Sting mer- like a bee. Yes, plus mercury or minus <laughs> mercury for some of us. <laughs> because I'm really bad at this. Uh, like I'm not. Well, I mean, I'm gonna mark contaminate. Excellent. <laughs> For the advantage, the old advantage. Ten did me. It actually uh, it bumped. Uh, it actually bumped me up. So awesome. that's good that I did that. Yeah. Uh, do you want to be where you need to be, or uh, help someone? Else? I want to be where I need to be. Excellent. So he, you watch as Hugh impressively, like you guide him a little bit, but he like outpaces you as you're watching him, and he just like parkours up these pistons, like waiting at the right times, hopping on, just picking up, and he's there's a small lip at the very top near the ceiling. That he is just standing on top of. I, I yelled at my sister and John. I taught him everything he knows. You know, I did. Isadora. Yeah, thanks. And John. John will gesture after you. 
I just, I'm just curious. Did that happen before or after? Do you really want to know? Yeah, I'm just curious. Have you, did you, have you always slept with men? Is, is that like a... Guess. Uh, I, I, it, would it comfort you to say it was at the same time? Oh, I don't want you to think this has uh, anything to do with my emotional status. I'm just really well, proud you of you. Ask, uh, uh, oh, oh. Thank, thank you. Thank. Um, I'm going to go. Thank you. Go ahead. You go right ahead. Cool. I'm going to step forward. I would like to use one of my moves. Sure. Called spiritual fusion. <laughs> awesome. Roll plus uh, sulfur. I can pull it up, but I. You can read it out. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. For the people. Correct. Are. When you fuse with your spirit, uh, and roll well, things can happen. Um. Oh, sweet. I got a ten. Nice. Uh, hold three. Okay. So I can spend a hold to use the spirit's power. Uh, and then we get to work it out, GM. Yeah. Basically, I want to use one of their uh, one of their examples, which is a burst of flight. Yeah. You um. What does it look like when this happens? Uh, is there any light in this place? Yeah, it's it's lit by like sconces with flames. Okay. Um, I think the uh, the shadow. If there's multiple sconces, I assume there's like a couple of like those weird multi shadow things. Um, I think all of the shadows kind of converge into one, uh, and then move up and envelop, uh, most of John, um, and sprout, like, these weird, uh, almost, like, translucent wing-type things, and John will look back over his shoulder and wink <laughs> at Isadora, and then just, like, woof. <laughs> yeah, and passes even, even, uh, Gideon. You see John just fly above you, uh, up to the lip where he was is staring. <laughs> As I pass them, say, all that training's doing really well. <laughs> and Isadora, at the bottom alone. Um, oh, by the way, yep. as you're at the bottom alone, you can now see coming out of the holes there are spikes beginning to protrude. <laughs> it's worse than I thought. <laughs> Great. Um, she will sigh to herself and say, "Show off," and then start. Uh, climbing, I guess. She doesn't have anything fancy to do this. She's just gonna climb with good old-fashioned skill. Eleven. Good. Yeah, you can uh, be where you need to be. You okay. Can, unless you want to help. Nah, yeah, that doesn't apply. Yeah, you make it all the way nope. up. Nope. You are left, you're, you know, like, watching you see your sister just, like, dart from the piston to piston as you are now the lone one halfway in between the as, as she passes me, I, I say, I'm so glad you dumped that jerk. <laughs> I'm gonna um, giggle and pat him on the back. <laughs> uh, you have to make your way the rest of the way up. So flow like water one more time, Gideon. Ten, got it. No awesome. problem. Yeah. With these, you make it up there. And you're gonna be like pass, you're gonna be my pass team. into a halt. Like a, you, you see the spikes still beginning to raise as you guys turn tail and, and begin to head down a hallway. You walk for a little bit, and you see a split. You see two different deviations, left or right. The wise book in the library of the bonded bones says, always go left in a maze. Are you mm. sure in the maze? Can I use a thing here? Sure. Absolutely. Um, can I use reshape chaos? Sure, tell me what To see. Um, so. 
I should have gotten more light here. Um, so uh, I can spend travel the labyrinth. Oh wait, what is that? You may spend travel the labyrinth hold one for one so to uncover to one you'd of these details. That. You'd have to roll that move again, but you could, and then you'd, you'd be able to spend it differently. You basically get more options. Eight. That's a mixed success. Um, hold one, so you can spend it. Um, you can spend it to do something if you want, but what you. Are you trying to figure out which way to go next? Is what you're trying to figure out, or like which? What are you trying to figure out here? I was trying to figure out if there was like um, harm or hazards that we can't see just yet in, this, in either of the in, tunnels. In in these tunnels, no, no. Okay. Uh, if you'd like to do the other two, that is an option, but you can hold those for now as well. You don't need to. Use, I you, I just put a hold one, and we'll talk yeah. about that later. Okay. And then mark the contamination. Sounds good. Was anything determined? I was oh, distracted. No, not really. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. There's no. We have a left, and we have a right. <laughs> yeah. That's no tra it. Yeah, you determined there's no traps. That is what you determined. Ah, wonderful, fantastic. At um, all ever. Oh, to uh, uh, Gideon. Uh, Gideon remarked something about a book saying something about going left. Is that right? Correct. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, I will say, well, I have a different book, and it doesn't say anything about going left. And I'm going to peek around the corner to the right. <laughs> you see a long hallway. I kind of take a moment, and then I slowly look to the left. <laughs> Same. Another long hallway. This is a very boring chamber. I feel like I've said that before, and I'm gonna go left. Ooh. What? <laughs> he has his hands out like this. He's, uh. Give, he, gives, he gives his sister a high five and walks <laughs> side by side. Uh, okay. Uh, from your seven to nine, you walk to this next area, um, led by Isadora, and there is a door. And as you enter the next chamber, there is some water on the floor just puddles into the stone and as you all enter the door closes behind you and what you see next is several figures pouring out of different doors from the bottom they are about seven feet tall with aquatic features gills slimy skin fins on the back from the head all the way down dark eyes carrying spears, swords, and makeshift armor, and they are charging you. Oh, about time. <laughs> so, Finally. Q, formation A. And I'll attack. Awesome.